Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hey there, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. It's Monday. It's the 13th of February, the year of our Lord, 2023. It is, and I believe we are on air, even though the on-air light is not working. Well, we're... I flipped flipped the switch. It just won't come on. We we record by faith. Yes, we do. I'm also (laughs) believing that our friends are going to be hearing this on the uh, 13th. On the 13th. And if they are, it's not too late, Edwin. It is not too late. For what? For 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 getting prepared for Valentine's Day and making sure that you have candy or flowers or a card or something special for your spouse or that lady in your life because men are held to a standard yes. on Valentine's Day, even in this very progressive, egalitarian era we live in. <laughs> it is important. That is tomorrow. So public service announcement. Yes. You've, you've got your romantic holiday tomorrow. Don't forget it. Don't forget. We've given you an entire 24 hours. And now we're on air. And now we're now on the air. Light, the, light, on. the light came on. So okay. We've given you, a, so now we know you're hearing it. We've given you an entire 24 hours. Make sure you prepare to show your your wife yes. you love her. You love her. Yes, absolutely. Yes. But now we're going to talk about Psalm 77. That's right. As we go to Psalm 77. Continuing in Asaph Psalms. Yes, another Asaph song. Mm-hmm. Another one where Asaph, boy, he is so good to uh, to bring the history of God's people to us in poetic ways and just refresh our memories about that. He, he reminds us of that a lot. We we love his psalms for that. In fact, that, that may be, I, I'd kind of like to talk about that a little bit today. All right. Well, that right. sounds good. So let me go ahead and read it. Psalm 77 from the English Standard Version. To the choir master, according to Jedithan, or Jedithan, a psalm of Asaph, I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. In the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night, my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I said, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? Then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God? You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. You, with your arm, redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. When the waters saw you, O God, when the waters saw you, they were afraid. Indeed, the deep trembled, the clouds poured out water, the skies gave forth thunder. Your arrows flashed on every side. The crash of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Your lightnings lighted up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea, your path through the great waters, yet your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Wow. Wow. 
So covering a lot of ground there in this song, but as we often do, like to pay attention to the heading here real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple of name drops. I know we mentioned in our intro this is another psalm of Asaph, but yeah. mm-hmm. Jedithan. Yes, according to Jedithan, uh, or Jedithan, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. Uh, we've seen a couple of psalms that have had that heading, Psalm 39, Psalm 62. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember uh, earlier, we were able to go back. We looked at First Chronicles 16 and verse 41, where it says, With them were Heman and Jedithan and the rest of the chosen, and expressly named to give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. Heman and Jedithan had trumpets and cymbals for the music and instruments for sacred song. The sons of Jedithan were appointed to the gates. So back when the Ark of the Covenant mm-hmm. was was being brought into uh, Jerusalem and worship surrounding that, David set up certain courses of priests right. and Levites. Jeduthun was a part of that. So I'm assuming that according to Jeduthun means that maybe Jeduthun had written some song and <laughs> somehow right. this connects to that and ties yeah. to it a similar a similar. Uh, Rhythm, a similar yeah. tune, a similar chant uh, structure, yeah. or something, along and, those and perhaps lines. even instrumentation. I noticed Maybe. there that yeah. you were uh, that the chronicle there talks about the the trumpets and the horns yeah. and such. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're tying to that. So now what what we have is again these Asaph and Asaphites, his sons, mm-hmm. as they are leading worship, and then now we're tied back to another one. Notice also Heman. We're gonna get to. We're going to get to a psalm written by Heman uh, down the road. Along yeah, with Ethan. that's right. These names here in this se- in this section of the psalms are going to be popping up. So anyway, yeah, yeah that's, that's what we find here at the very beginning. All right. Now, I feel like, uh, you know, reading again the first couple of verses, kind of the introduction here uh, of this psalm, uh, Asaph is again wondering, where is God? Yeah. <laughs> so, How long, O oh Lord? Uh, which I, at this point, can we say these are recurring themes what? within the song? <laughs> yeah, I think, of course. I think we can, and I think especially in Asaph. Here's what I see happening: uh, on the, I, I think we see two cycles of Asaph psalms. Okay, so we we started in 73 up to 76, and it's like there's an arching story. In 73, you have Asaph who is struggling with faith, but the sanctuary, he goes to the sanctuary and it draws him back in. Yes. But in 74, the sanctuary is gone. Right. And in fact, 74 and 77 are very similar, except for the fact that 74 makes it clear we're dealing with the time of Babylonian captivity. Right. I don't have state of the temple. I don't have all the angst about, even though there's similarities between 77 and 74, I don't have all the angst because... Because as a psalm, just on its own, it's not a. It doesn't say that it's about Babylonian captivity, right. even though in the the arc of the psalms, that's clearly what's going on. But seventy four, the sanctuary's gone, but he's going to hang on to the history. Mm-hmm. I know God's delivering word. Right. And then in seventy five, God promises, "Yes, look, I am going to bring judgment." And then in Psalm seventy six. He brings the judgment on the enemies, and he delivers God's people. Last week, we talked about God being like a lion in his lair coming out on the mountain of prey, and and that, of course, referred directly to Assyria, we thought, right? but but that picture for for all of that. And now it's like, that should have been the end of the story, and now the story starts over. So we've got another... (laughs) Another chapter, a redo. I, I think so. Yeah, this is part two. It's the. It's like it's a new cycle. Okay. Kind of like when we get into the book of Revelation, the same story mm-hmm. gets told over and over again. Through yeah, that's those right. Seven pictures. images and pictures, and and here we okay, we're gonna hit it again. Okay. And so it's like we've backed up to Psalm seventy four okay. again, and uh, so yes, recurring themes. 
that that's what I'm seeing. Here. Okay. All so. right. And so then we start kind of walking through it, crying out to God with my voice, to God with my voice, and he gave ear to me. Yeah. I will say this, that as he talks about the trials and his doubts, mm-hmm. uh, it is a little bit more positive note to begin on. I, I guess I should be fair there because he does say, uh, God gave ear to me, uh, which is a little different or, you know, heard. Oh, he, so I'm sorry, 77. Yeah, and what what are you saying? I'm, I'm missing... Well, just that in Psalm 73, he seems like he's not getting any answer for the longest oh, okay. time. He has to okay. go to the sanctuary, and then it all sort of clicks. Okay, okay, okay. Here in his crying out to God, he acknowledges right away God is giving ear to him. Oh, That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay, okay. I was looking at my ESV, and, I'm, and I misunderstood what you said. I'm like, okay, he gives... I, I thought you said he gives year to me. No, I'm, like, I'm sorry. I have no idea what that means. That may be. I just need to swallow and then say ear okay. into the microphone very clearly. Okay, no problem. Yeah, he is saying that God is hearing. He's yes. got, got some faith there, got some trust. Yeah, okay, good point. I see what you're saying there. Here, You know what? Here's the thing for me. Psalm 77 actually has been an important psalm for me. There have been times when I also would say, my soul refuses comfort, Mm. as he says in the psalm. Times of tragedy, times of loss. There have been times even in our congregation where things have happened, hardship among families. This is the go-to psalm that that I've gone to to find comfort and to help through that time. And so it's kind of one of those things where, as a psalm all by itself, this has been very helpful to me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but but when I was reading it as we were preparing for these conversations, I, you know, I didn't come to it as a psalm all by itself. I came to it as another psalm after reading, you know, 76 psalms and and going through, okay, all right, here we are again. Here yeah. we are again, you know, I'm doubting, I'm struggling, and oh, you know what? Here here's the same advice I gave before. I'm going to remember the Exodus. Just go remember the Exodus. And for some reason this time going through it, instead of it being the great help and the great support, my first thought was, okay, well here we go again. Okay. Uh, you know, okay, here we go again. And you know what? It's the same old struggle, and it's the same old old advice. Can't there be new advice? Can't there be fresh advice? Can't we get can we get something else that is going to help me now that I'm facing this problem again? And I, I I'm not. This is a confession. I'm not glad that's how I felt. I'm just saying that was like the first thing that hit me this time. Well, I and I appreciate that honesty. I will tell you that one of the things that I've been learning going through all of these psalms together is that psalms really speak to the life. Of the people of God, yeah. right? That it's a it's if God gives us length of days, then then it's there are times of struggle and there are times of doubt, and then and then they come up again. Yeah. And so often when we are looking in the historical accounts and the narratives, we're seeing a moment, a day, maybe a really great day, the parting of the Red Sea, maybe a really awful day. Uh, the Levites need to go kill a bunch of Israelites for sacrificing to a golden calf, right? Yeah. It, but but it is a day. Mm-hmm. But then all the course of life, now there I learn about that in reading the Psalms. Yeah. And so, you know, here here is an Asaph saying, I've come to this time again where whatever the circumstance or the stimulus is, he's wondering, will the Lord cast off forever? Has God stopped being gracious? Has Some of the same anger- questions as Psalm 74. Exactly. Exactly. But I think you come, my point is, I think you get there, you come by it honestly. This <laughs> time passes and other stuff comes up. Yeah. So that's where I started. And again, I'm not, I'm not happy. I don't feel like, Ooh, how, how great and strong and what a great student of the Psalms I am that that's how I, how, what I first thought, but it did help me in the end 
Because one of the things that hit me, having that feeling, having that assessment, seeing, okay, it's that same old advice, and it hit me. You know, I can either view it as the same old advice, oh, I'm just, you know, second sermon, same as the first, or, well, actually, maybe it's because it's the tried and true advice. Mm. It's, yes, it's, yes, it's the same old. It's the same thing that God's people have been told for 4,000 years because it worked 4,000 years ago, and it worked 3,000 years ago, and it worked 2,000 years ago, and it's going to work today. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the advice. And, and, and honestly, it made me think of something. A couple weeks ago, you preached a sermon, an, an outstanding sermon, as you've been going through this series on uh, the devil. Oh, yeah, which, the uh, devil you again, don't know. Again, we're, we're recording by faith, and by the time this one's aired, your third one should have already been preached. Yeah, it should be preached. I hope should so. Be, should be available hope online. so, and I, and I have no doubt that's going to be as very helpful as the other two were. But, but in one of them, you got to toward the end of the sermon, and one of your big pieces of advice was, you need to go home and read your Bible. And, <laughs> and you said it like this. You said, you, you kind of got this little grin on your face, and you said, uh, you know, oh man, did I hear this entire 30-minute sermon to be told, go read my Bible? Yeah, that's what... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I preached this whole sermon to tell you, go read your Bible. And I get it because, you know, sometimes it's it's like, well, look, I want something new. I want something fresh. I want something unique. I want something that's just for me, not something you'll just tell everybody. What I want to do is I want to discover some new, fresh approach that's going to give people strength. I want to get people to the next level by some new thing that we've discovered that's going to help them get to the next spiritual level. But But what we actually find out from Scripture is... God told us thousands of years ago the things that will get us to the next spiritual level. He knows what will get us to the next spiritual level. And here for Asaph, when this comes up, you know what gets you to the next spiritual level? Remember what God has done. For the Israelites, it was remember the Exodus. And it was just going to be that. It was always going to be that because that was the thing. And when you say that, it teaches me that there are no shortcuts about this. Yeah. That it it is tried and true, but there also needs then to be consistency and persistence in it. Yeah. And a lot of times we want to set that aside because uh, consistency is harder than jumping on the bandwagon of the The new new fad. Yeah. The new spiritual fad that's going to make me feel great. Instead of going back to the same old things, the same tried and true things. Yeah. Reading scripture. Mm-hmm. Praying, yeah. fasting, Meditation. memorizing, meditating, yes. being in the worship assembly with the saints, yes. being in the sanctuary, worshiping on my own, giving thanks, all those kinds of things. God has said, these are the things that beat the enemy. These are yeah. the things that overcome doubts. These are the things that strengthen. And and I can be upset about it being the same old advice, here we are again, or I can realize this is what has worked. This is what has always worked. It'll work now. Let's work it until it works. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for Text Talk today. We're we're going to get into Psalm 77 throughout the week. Hope you have a wonderful, blessed day, and let's have a word of prayer together. Our great Father, we thank you that you've given us today. It's a blessing from your hand. Lord, we want to make the most of it and for your glory. Father, we know that in our lives there are ebbs and flows of faith and ups and downs, and we find ourselves back to these same places maybe of of trouble, of trial, of struggle, and of doubt. Help us, Father, to take steps of faith, of trust without reservation in what you have revealed as the way to teach us and lead us and nourish us in your word. Father, we pray that we might dedicate ourselves to consistently pursuing you in these ways. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. 
I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.